aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Hello, Lodge members. Here we are again for the Principal Mentor Series. Today's number 58. You know, um, got some uh, great advice here for new principals. This is something I get asked every year. This is my 22nd year as a principal. So in the in the last, I would say, dozen years or so, I have a lot of people asking me when they're new principals, you know, asking for all kinds of advice. What is that sage advice that you would give to a new principal? Well, here you are, guys. You prepped for their future. You've prepped for the interview. You got the job. Now what? What are you going to do? Um, I With this, uh, just some advice. I can't tell you what to do in your job when it comes to how every setting can be successful, but I can give you some advice of some lessons learned and some advice that I've seen other principals and I've guided other people to do these things. And it's really worked out very, very well for them. I just want to preface everything by saying, <clears throat> um, as a new principal, your world will change. Your, your world is not what you thought it was before. You, you might think as an assistant principal, oh, I see my principal do their job. I, I understand how to do it. I know how to do discipline and budget and scheduling. I can do all of these things. Great. I can do it. Put me in the chair. Well, the minute you get the chair, that's great. But when the dynamic changes from the buck stopping at your desk, that is a world of difference. That's a, that's a completely different ball of wax. You will become somebody. You will fill in the blank after you're done. I give you this advice because it's, it's to help you understand that the principalship is a very powerful position. And sometimes that can change people and that can change the way that they interact with others, the way that they have delegated in the past, the way that they have um, given feedback and other things, even the way that they've taken feedback. Some people actually change when they get into the principalship and they, and they don't do things and, and act and respond the same way that they did before. My best advice for you in that regard is you be you 
don't change into somebody else because all you have is a great job. The principalship is a wonderful, wonderful job. However, if you start thinking that the the principalship is a servant position, if you start thinking that it's not a servant position or it's a position where you need to be served, you have changed. You have greatly changed at that point. Um, I, I make a very distinct point out of um, doing something that I learned from a principal many years ago. I, I had a, when I was an assistant principal for discipline, I had a principal, his name was Randy Lee. This was when I was at Lakeside High School here in Atlanta. And um, I remember he made a very distinct point out of picking up trash. Every time he walked down the hall, if he saw the slightest thing on the floor, he would bend over and pick it up. And it wasn't because he was a neat freak or anything like that. He was modeling to everyone that even though he is hierarchically at the top of the pyramid at the school, he wanted to make sure everyone around him knew that he's not high and mighty, that he's a normal person, that he's just like anybody else. And that set a great tone for a lot of the staff because there wasn't that air of, oh my goodness, here comes the principal. It was, it was, oh, here's Randy. Come on, let's go. But he had great influence but he didn't need the hierarchical position. So I tell you to be careful about who you will become as you become a principal. You know, normally we have five success indicators. Today, I have seven. Um, Again, they're going to be short, but I want to give you some some pieces of advice here. Uh, Number one, and I think this is the most important thing, you've got to prepare yourself to make a great first impression. Oftentimes schools will, when they announce a new principal, they will, uh, someone will come to the building, will announce who's going to be the new principal, uh, do some sort of an email recognition for them if they already work in the school system and such like that. But when you as the principal walk in or when you are named and, and people reach out to you, this is your chance to make a great first impression. You won't get another shot at this. Do it right. Every time you meet somebody for the very first time, you need to be as memorable as you can with them. Because remember now, they don't know you. You may know their names, but they don't know you in that role. Number two, learn your school, learn your district, and learn your community. The second you get that job, the first thing you want to do is start digging into that school. Know that school inside and out. Know the staff members. Hey, if you can get to know a few of the students, students do that. Know your school really well. If you're moving to a new school district, you obviously want to get to know the district well. Drive it. Drive your school's attendance boundaries. Uh, Know where people live. Know what the street names of your district are. And I also want you to learn your greater community. Where is your school located? Is it in uh, a, a certain type of neighborhood? Is it in a certain community? Get to know the community, not just the parents in your school, but those community leaders. If there's a church down the street and the pastor's very influential, has been there a while, very respected, go shake some hands, go meet that person. Again, go back to number one, make a great first impression because you need to get to know where your school is and who you are serving. Number three, this is where you're going to start actually learning your people. 
beyond just meeting them and saying hello and shaking a hand and, and maybe hearing their name, get to learn them discuss things with them, ask them questions. Um, I always like to keep a little card file so that every staff member had a, had a card. And I would, as I learned things about them, I would put it on their card, uh, their child's name. If they had a dog, if they had a pet pass away, um, you know, something to that, anything that would happen, uh, have a child get married. I'd put that on the card and I would always just keep that so that I could refresh my memory. That really helps you to learn your people. And the second half of this is you want to start making alliances. You want to start looking at those people. And, and as you learn your school, you're going to start learning the two levels in your building. And I don't mean that hierarchically. I mean that as separate, distinct groups. One is the power influencers that are, that are um, more job-related, grade-level chairs, department chairperson, uh, uh, a head counselor, something like that, more hierarchical. The other one are going to be those quiet influencers. They may be the people that can be your trailblazers to help you when you start an initiative. They could be the ones that also are the gossipy ones. But you need to know who those two types of people are in your building. Number four, I want you to start thinking about beginning a plan. When you get the job, start thinking in in, in broad strokes. You need to have an immediate 30-day plan. You need to have an immediate 90-day plan. Have an, a 180-day plan or an entire school year. And then I want you to start thinking long-term. So you're going to actually put four different pieces together. A 30-day plan. Which, which is just you coming right out of the box, first off. Then you're going to have the first semester, have a plan for the first semester, and then have a plan for the entire school year. Of course, you want to have a long-term plan. Start thinking long-term. What is it you want for the school? Not necessarily a strategic plan. It's, it's a plan for you and what you need to do to meet the needs in the school. Number five, this is your chance to really make expectations. When you're meeting people, when they're seeing you for the first time, you're going to be the person who sets expectation every time you meet them, every time you say something. Everyone is trying to hear, what is it that you expect? What are the things that I need to do to be successful with you as my principal? At the other end of the spectrum, after we talk about setting great expectations, I want you to look around what is the low-hanging fruit in your building that you can do some very quick things right away to build those alliances over and over in your building. If they're these, if they're small things that can be done, if they're quick things, uh, inexpensive, uh, different things that you can go ahead and achieve, get that done early that's going to build you a lot of social capital with your teachers. And finally, we talked about uh, developing a plan. I have a long-term plan. Don't just think about where I want my kids to be instructionally. Think about facility-wise. Think about if you have if you're a high school principal and you have an athletics department, think about where you want to go with the athletic facilities, the arts facilities. Um, are there classroom needs, things like that? You know, guys, I think back to uh, when I first became a high school principal. Again, I was an elementary principal for five years, and then I 
I was asked to go to the the high school that I actually fed students into. Went there, very large high schools, about four thousand students, and um, went there for two years. But boy, it was it was a lot of change, and it was it was going from an elementary school of about a thousand um, to a school where my entire freshman, my entire elementary school could be the same size as the freshman class. So it's, it was a, it was a, a, a real, um, eye opener with scale, a real eye opener with complexity, a real eye opener with my, uh, level of being intentional. I had to be much more intentional in this new setting. So I went back and I looked at some of the advice that I've given you here and, and I did many of those and they really worked out and helped me be very, very successful. This podcast, The Lodge of Leaders, is sponsored exclusively by Greater Development, LLC. At Greater Development, they will develop, grow, and skillfully hone your leadership skill set. Let's face it, even Hall of Fame athletes, the greatest in their respective fields, have private coaches. Aren't your skills as important? Don't you want to be more effective and a fulfilled leader? They can help you. You can contact them at www.greaterdevelopmentllc.com. Let them help you reach your excellence. Lodge members, thanks for listening today to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Before we go, I have a request. If you like today's episode, please add a review of the Lodge of Leaders podcast on either Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you've been listening You can join the Lodge by going to drgarydavison.com and leaving me a comment or simply going to questions at lodgeofleaderspodcast.com. All of the questions and comments will be part of upcoming episodes. Until we meet again, please remember that experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is...